I had a strong feeling that these children were rebels without a cause. They had everything. They could have had everything. And I found it very hard initially to see what they were rebelling against. When the Vietnam War came along and the peace demonstrations, uh, you know, at least focused on something. But initially, when they started dropping out from society, I was baffled because I thought it was a pretty good society they were dropping out from. And I couldn't see what they had that was going to replace it or that was better. It could possibly be better. People just don't get it. You, know, you can't expect everybody to get it. It's not for everybody, that's all. <laughs> People are like children, you know. Most of them, they just, you've got to give them some spoon, feed them something real simple for them to understand. If it's not, then they, <gasps> they get on a panic about it. We will resist. We will not participate in America's children for breakfast program. Come. 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 We will resist. We will not participate. Telling the story of the 60s, that would be the most important thing. At the beginning, the idealism was evangelical. I mean, there was absolutely a sense of we will make a beautiful world, a much better world, a more humane world, a more cheerful world, a world that will be much more equalitarian than the world, a much more compassionate world. I mean, it was marvelous. We're running around the country and talking about all these ideas that were revolutionary at the time, you know, it was like taking hallucinogenic drugs and, and losing your ego in the Tibetan Book of the Dead and, and left-wing revolutionary politics. Everybody that took LSD felt that they were undergoing enormous personal changes. They weren't the same person after having LSD. Technicolor. There was a scientific study, it was done by a Rand scientist, and in 1966 he published his findings and what he said was, even though all of these people said that they felt enormous changes had taken place, the personality test showed that they were largely the same person in every area but one. I am one with what I am. This was called the ways to live scale. The ways to live scale indicated that one dose of LSD stimulated enormous changes, whereas the person taking the test might have said, it's important for me to get a corporate job, it's important for me to have a good car. After one dose of LSD, they were saying, I think maybe a contemplative lifestyle might be what I want to have. I think I'd like to travel before settling down. I think maybe I want to look for some spiritual value in my life. Things totally changed around. Love and peace. That was the uh, refrain. The concept was that life was there to be experienced fully, to experience everything. Have no fear, make no plans, make no career plans. Test and enjoy the limits of life. Generational solidarity 
in a sense that they were different from the rest of the country, different from any other generation in American history, that they were in some ways special and blessed, and it gave them a sense of being embattled, of being considered outsiders, reprobates, bad people. Can you see it? It's right here in front of me right now. Watch. It's funny because at the time I I was involved in that, I really felt very outside of the main thrust of it, you know, because I really was not a full-fledged hippie. I just couldn't do it. It didn't work because it was too hard. 